Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you for tuning in to our live broadcast. We want to enter into prayer now. If you would pray with me, Father, we thank you for this gathering this morning. God, we pray that you would just bless your people wherever they are, whatever services they are tuning into. God, we declare your blessings. We declare victory, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you for everyone, God. We pray for our dear brother, Brother Lee White, God, now. We thank you, Lord, for bringing him through his surgery, God. We thank you for watching over him. Thank you for your healing hands upon his body, God. We thank you right now, Father. Now for every person, God, that may be watching this broadcast right now, God, we send forth your blessings of peace, love, and happiness into their hearts, into their homes, Father. And we know, God, that we trust you through everything. We trust you in everything, God, and this too shall pass. Even, God, we thank you right now, Father, for our lives. We thank you for our families. We thank you for our homes, God. We just thank you for everything that you have done, Father. Now, Lord, as we settle in and get ready to hear your word this morning, God, I pray that you will bless Lady Blaine's God in the spirit of your power that her words will go out God will be repeated after your words that it would enter into the hearts of your people father and we just thank you Lord for all of the worship and all of the praise that we're seeing going on around this whole world God so we know God in all things God we are conquerors we are more than conquerors father we thank you God because Romans 8 and 28 declares that all things work together for the good of them that love you and are the call so God we know that you are being glorified even in this uh, tragedy that we're going through with the many lives that's being lost with the things that we are encountering God and God we know that even with the storms that are brewing you are still God and you're still in charge you still have all power because you are God Almighty and therefore we look to you God for wisdom and strength and power father in Jesus name and I pray and declare God that every stronghold on your people's faith God and their trust and the belief from the enemy God I speak in the name of Jesus I command it to be broken and destroyed right now because you have not given us the spirit of fear but of power and love and of a sound mind so we live in the spirit father we walk in the spirit God we worship in the spirit we sing in the spirit we study in the spirit God we love in the spirit we do all this that you may be glorified in Jesus name and I pray for every pastor God every leader God every lay person and every parishioner God that they will be more stronger than they have ever been in their faith and their trust in you and we thank you father in Jesus name come on right where you're at right now and give God some praise and begin to glorify God and magnify God as Lady Baines come with a word of encouragement for you this morning so stay tuned God bless you and amen there were some words on my heart as the song is with song is with sing it and he said there's a storm out on the ocean and it's moving this old way but then he said and if your soul not anchored in Jesus you will surely surely drift away hallelujah there's a storm going on in the world today but how many of you all know that if you know Jesus you ain't got a thing to worry about hallelujah thank God we thank God this morning for the bishop for our bishop 
God, we thank you today just for who you are in our lives. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And I want the believers that's, that's not ashamed of Jesus while you're sitting at home just to give God glory. Just shake your hand every now and then. And even though you might not be here in the building, it's okay to say amen. Sometimes the children need to hear you say amen. Sometimes your wife need to hear you say amen. Sometimes your husband need to hear you say amen. Sometimes your spouse, your living, your friend, sometimes they need to hear you say amen. So if you're not ashamed of Jesus, just wave at him. Wave at him today. Hallelujah. Wave at him right now. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. I'm excited because of who Jesus is in my life. Amen. Amen. All right. This morning I want to talk about spiritual blessings. Spiritual blessings. While you're sitting at wherever you're sitting, you might have your nightcap still on. You might be still in your pajamas. You might be in your comfy clothes. But just, just holler at Jesus right now. And, and, and while you're saying that, raise your hand and say spiritual blessings. Amen. This morning, this morning, I'm going to go ahead and get in the way and then get out of the way so you all can get back to your normal routine. But I thank God for what he's doing right now. I just thank him because God is so awesome. And, and just the movement of what's going on right now, look what God has done. He's allowing families to come together. He's allowing children to, to start playing with each other. He's allowing the dads to play with the children, the, the moms to help with the children and, or to help them read and study and, and, and doing homeschooling. And now, you know, they're calling it homeschooling in these days, but we used to do that a long time ago. We did that in our homes already, but we didn't call it homeschool. We just call it helping our babies with the homework, amen? But, but now we see how the world is getting where, you know, they, they, to be at home homeschooling, and I'm not knocking the, the, the parents right now, but, you know, it, it's something we should have already been doing. And, and you know what? I just believe that this is all part of God's work, something that he has allowed to happen because we, we had gotten so far away and, and, and from, from just being with each other and talking to each other and holding conversations and, and, and the the funny thing the other day my 28 year old son was out in the trampoline and, and he came in I didn't know this but he came in breathing and sweating hard and I say what is wrong with you he said well I was on the trampoline trampoline he said and I didn't realize how a workout it can be and I thought to myself well wait a minute my 10 11 year old they get out there and they jump for hours at a time flipping and turning and twisting and nothing never they never come in sweating matter of fact when they get through jumping they come in get some water and go back so you know God is, is allowing this time for families to come together and love on each other sit in the house and find games to play other than on the computers and texting and, 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 I, and that's why I'm just thinking, God, you are so awesome. You know how to bring your children back together. God, you know what we need. And I just thank God for that because of what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's a tragic, it's, it's nothing uh, to not look at and say, oh, that's nothing. Because it is something. People are dying. Amen. But let me get to my lesson this morning. Spiritual blessings. Spiritual, spiritual blindness. Spiritual blindness. And the lesson text is coming from Mark 10, verses 46 through 52. And scripture text says, 
Oh, somebody said, wait. Okay, okay. Get your Bibles. Mark 10, verses 46 through 52. And this same particular lesson is found in the book of Luke, but we're going to work with it from the book of Mark, the gospel according to St. Mark, the 10th chapter, verses 46 through 52. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples together with the large crowd were leaving the city, the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And, and then verse 48 says, many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called to the blind man, cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Verse 51, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. In that last verse that we're going to be working with today, go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the roadside. He received his sight. He received his sight and followed Jesus along the roadside. Spiritual blindness. Blind Bartimaeus was physically blind. He could not see things in the natural in our text today, but the people, the crowd that was telling him to shut up, be quiet, they were the ones that was blind, but they were spiritually blind. They could see in the natural, but they wasn't seeing in the spiritual. Now, we don't know blind Bartimaeus. He was sitting there. The, the, the Bible says that he was sitting there and he was begging. Now, we don't know if he was begging for food or begging for money. Could have been both, could have been one, could have been the other. We don't even know if he had a sign holding up to say, I will work for food. We don't, we don't know that because we know in the day's time, we've seen that sign. Or you might see someone with a sign that say, I would take 25 cents. And we know that's a scheme because they, they know already, they know if you say 25 cents, you're already going to pull out a dollar or two dollars, kind of like my grandbabies. The other day he asked me, Granny, can I get a hundred dollar bill? And I'm looking, you know, we used to ask for dimes and nickels, but he, AJ, asked for a hundred dollar bill. And getting back to the beggar, to, to the blind Bartimaeus, it, or, you know, he could have been holding up another sign that said, Okay, I ain't gonna lie, I need a beer. You know, he, but he was begging, my point, he was begging. And that was blind Bartimaeus, blind in the physical. But how many of you all know that some of us are blind in the spiritual? And I'm talking about some of us could be believers that are blind in the spiritual. My Jesus. Spiritual blind is not to see Christ, and not to see Christ is not to see God. Bartimaeus could have asked Jesus for money or whatever it was, since that is what he did daily. But because he had heard about Jesus, because notice, he called him rabbi, meaning master. And, and, and in those days, the, Jew, the Jews believed that the Messiah would be a descendant of David. He therefore called him son of David because of their belief. Amen. Amen. So like the crowd, some of us are spiritually blind. 
Satan's goal is to devour the weak who falls prey to temptation, to, lo to, to loneliness, to fear, to worry, to depression, even in, 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 in the today, the worry. Some of us are so worried about the coronavirus. And I'm going to talk about that in another minute, but I don't want that to, to be the focus of my lesson today because I'm talking about spiritual blindness. And that's 1 Peter 5, verses 8 through 9, which tells us to be sober-minded, be watchful. And how many of you all know if you got some stuff going on, if you worried, if you're if, if, if you you depressed, you cannot be sober-minded. But, but his word is telling us to be watchful because your adversary, the devil, is prowling around seeking whom he may devour. My Jesus what happens when you are spiritual blind? Number one, you will be living in fear, but not the fear of God. You will be living in ignorance, not knowing even how to seek God, not knowing your covenant right as a Christian. What is the covenant right? A covenant, as we know, is an agreement. So your agreement between you and God, you don't even know that right. You don't know all the rights that God has given us as Christians. When you become a believer in Christ Jesus, you don't realize all the things that God said that we can have. And that's why I love it when one of the brothers, when he get on TV, say, God, God say that we can have whatever it is that we ask for. God said that. So if you knew what the word of God said, if you know his word, God is no shorter than his word. If God said it in the word, and that's what's wrong now, even with some of the believers, we read what God's words say, but we don't do it. We don't even believe it. And it's right there in his word. Amen? So the devil tells us, he, he, so, so 1 Peter 5 Eight and nine, it says that the devil, uh, that God tells us to be sober-minded, but God, but but the enemy is the one that throw all these doubts. So we're talking about spiritual blind, spiritual blind. So we talked about how you 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 won't even know your covenant right, and now you will not see things in the spirit. You will not see things of the spirit, and 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 and, and that's a whole lot of us. Uh, when, when God is trying to deal with us. We're looking in the physical, especially when we're worried, depressed, and upset. We look at it in the physical, not in the spiritual. We look at it in the natural, not in the spiritual. And that's why he tells us that we should walk in the spirit. We have to do that daily. That's, that's the good part about that. If we do it daily, daily we, can, we can hold this thing together as a believer in Christ Jesus. Amen? Also, when you are spiritual blind... You will be confessing failure at the end of your success. And what do you mean by that, Lady Bangs? There are people who experience this all the time. It has, it has become a norm in their life that when they are at the edge of finishing or attaining a blessing, you allow something to happen to dash your hopes and your dreams. And then that something is nothing but the enemy where he throw in his fiery darts at you. He throw them at you. And a lot of times we don't know how to duck and dodge from those dots, darts that Satan throws at us. And we miss what God have for us at that time. You will be confessing defeat at the end of breakthroughs. What do you mean by that? We are at the edge of a breakthrough. Are you going to cross over? We have all struggled to get to this point. 
Will we, follow, will, will we follow Holy Spirit into our destiny or will we hold back and just test the waters? Hmm. Think on it. Also, what happens when you are spiritual blind? You will be seeing enemies when friends surround you. And my God, I have experienced that. When, 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 when I'm trying to be a friend, and, and I found out when I try to do wise counseling, as what, uh, according to what the Bible tells us to do. And then you have, I've had believers, so-called believers, to say, I don't want to hear what the Bible is saying. And, and knowing, not knowing that that's nothing but the enemy right there. No, they don't want, because they're in their, their, their flesh right there. They don't want to hear nothing, what the, nothing about what the Bible is telling you, even though it might be correction. My God, that's when we're spiritually blind. Now, I'm just speaking, so if the shoe fits, wear it, and be blessed from that, because God's word go forth. It goes forth, and the Bible said that it will, it will not return void. Amen? Amen. You will be seeing demons when the angels are all around you and you thinking they're demons. And see, that's what the enemy does. He put those counterfeits there for you. Remember, we, one thing we have to remember that Satan is the prince of this air. Amen. He is the prince of this air. So therefore, when, as a believer, you should know when the angels are around you. But when you are spiritually blind, you see demons when they're angels, and you thinking that they're demons. My God, hallelujah. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. But there is good news. There is good news. When you can see spiritually, you can see visions and dreams. And you can see visions and dream dreams, amen? You can see your today and your tomorrow. And, and one of the things that came to my mind, to, to my spirit, it says, when we be just in our, in our sanctified mind, when, when God is doing some things in our life, and I don't know if this has happened to any of you all, but I have said to myself, Lord, I see what you're doing. Now, 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 now natural, naturally, I really can't see a thing. But spiritually, yes, God, I see what you're doing. God, I see what you're doing in the midst of this disease that's going around. God, I see what you're doing. God, I see you bringing families back together. God, I see you bringing husbands and wives back together. God, I see you bringing children back to their parents to, to spend time. God, I see what you're doing. My God. But in the spirit realm, you can, you, can, you can see all of this kind of stuff. But in the natural, in the natural, you, you're seeing it in the natural, but in the spirit, you're telling God, God, I see what you're doing. Amen? Amen. And, and you know what? Because the Bible says God is spirit. God is spirit. And he that worship him must do what? Say it out loud. Worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Let's get back to when you can see spiritually. Your mind will be at rest. I am so at rest right now with what's going on. Even though I know it's real, it's nothing to take lightly. We know that this, this, this disease, the coronavirus, we know that that disease is killing people. And not just hundreds, but thousands of people. I know that. I know that it's real. And even though I've said, God, if, if you take me today, that's why I'm so at peace. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm, hallelujah. I'm at peace with God. So if he allowed this to take me, not that I'm ready and completely ready to, and, and that I'm homesick, but I know in my sanctified mind, hallelujah, that I'm ready if he decide to take me today. 
Ooh, Jesus, you will know the plans of God. When you can see spiritually, you will know the plans of God for you. You will know what God has for you. And somebody might be saying right now, well, maybe I can't see spiritually because I don't know. I got, a, I got an answer for you at the end. Hallelujah. When you see spiritually, you will have a divine direction. Where you're headed, you'll know where you're going. You'll know what you should be doing. When you can see spiritually, you will know the secrets of your enemies. My God, hallelujah. You will know the path of success and you will know what to do to succeed. Now I wanted to share one of these things with you when it says that you will know the secrets of your enemies. And I mean, I, I used to hang around my, my, the older people all the time. I used to sit at the feet of my grandmother. And, 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 and I've heard them say that when you have a dream about snakes, those are your enemies. And about six months ago, I had this dream about a snake. Now, it could have been two things. One of them, my son has a pet snake in his room. Now, now mind y'all, it's in his room, and he keep him in the cage, and he keep the door locked. And, and I went up to see him one time, and I almost fainted because when I went up there, he was with the grandbabies, and he had this snake wrapped around the grandbaby's neck, and the snake was just slivering and going around the neck, and man, I, I wanted to, to, to snatch that snake from around the baby, but the, 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 the spiritual mind was saying, no, it's okay, it's okay, just be cool. So in this dream that I had, I'm thinking, okay, it could be that, or it could be what grandmother used to say about your enemies. And I thought, I'm such a lovable person, and y'all know me. I'm just as lovable as I can be. I love on you even when you probably not, don't be wanting me to hug. I squeeze you so tight. I've heard people say when you hug, you, you got this tight squeeze, and that's just me because it's the love that I have on the inside. So I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay, I don't have no enemies. But lo and behold, because the next, that, that, that later on through that day, I kept thinking, well, now, was it the snake, John's snake that I was thinking about? What, is it really an enemy? And it was kind of bothering me because, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we, we wonder sometimes, kind of like Jesus, what do men say that, that I am? And some said he's this and some said he's that, but, but Peter said thou art the Christ. So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to leave that part alone about I got enemies because I don't think I have any. Well, lo and behold, the next day I got a call. And someone that I don't normally talk to, but when I got this call, they started telling me some stuff uh, that someone had said about me. And I was like, oh, wow, wow, really? Really? But you know me, the, the way I am, all I said was, well, and this is how I washed that thing off. I said, well, I know he loved me anyway, so whatever his issue is, that's him. So in, in a sense, what I'm saying, our enemies, and it said, you, when, when you see spiritually, you will know the secrets of your enemies. And, and my God, I thank God because they said they'll be running in your face and hugging and shaking your hand. But I watched that because I know what they had said about you. And do you not know that I did not let that bother me at all? Why? Because as a Christian, I be still and let God stand for me. I sit and God stand on my behalf. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Boy, I get excited right there. Let me just clap on my own. <sighs> okay, we're going to move on because I said I was only going to be 15 minutes. I think it's what I told one of the grandbabies. 
Bonimaeus had heard, blind Bonimaeus is how they call him, he had heard of Jesus, and that's why he called him master. After Jesus asked him, what did he ask of him? He wanted to see. And Jesus spoke the word and told him, go, your faith has healed has healed you, and immediately Bonimaeus was healed. And so my point is, Bonimaeus was healed at that moment because of his faith, but I'm not focusing on faith today. So I'm coming to an end right now with, with my lesson text today, but we're talking about spiritual blindness. A short story I wanted to share with you. There was a woman that had been blind for 50 years, and she had heard about a medical procedure that could allow her to see. So she just assumed that there was nothing that could heal her. But watch this, if she would have looked into it 20 years ago, if she would have only looked into it 20 years ago, she could have healed, been healed 20 years ago instead of having this same issue of blindness for 50 years. A question came to mind, why did she continue to assume that her situation was hopeless, that some of us. No, had, had no one told her about the wonderful advances in eye surgery? Then I thought of the Savior. Millions will never know anything but spiritual darkness because no one has shared with them the light that has come into the world. That light is Jesus Christ. Romans 10 and 14 says, How then can they call on the one that have not believed? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without preaching to them, without someone preaching to them? Hallelujah. Satan doesn't have to get rid of us to take us out of the battle. All he needs to do is render us useless by blinding us to the truth. But if our gospel be here, watch what 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4 says. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Again, that's 2 Corinthians 4, verses 3 and 4. Hallelujah. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of God, who is the image of God. Yet God has provided us with powerful weapons to, to ward off his flaming arrows. And that's Ephesians 6, 10 and 8, when it tells us to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. As believers, we can overcome the evil one and remain in the light and never become spiritually blind. For in truth, Jesus has given us his wonderful promise. My God, thank you, Jesus, when he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but would have the light of life. That's John 8 and 12. So what do I need to do to be cured of this spiritual blindness that I have? Somebody is asking themselves that right now. Number one, completely surrender your life to Jesus the Christ. Number two, become born again. How Nicodemus, how he, he told Nicodemus that you must be born again. Number three, seek the power of God in prayer and fasting. And sometimes we don't find ourselves fasting enough. 
And that's one of the things we need to do. I believe God has set this time, such as now, that what's ex what excuse do you have? I remember when I was working, and I used, used to say, well, I can't go and pray but 15 minutes because I got to eat and I need other time for other stuff. So I'm going to give God 15 minutes. Right now, what is your excuse for not praying as often as you, as you ought? And last but not least, free from sin because our enemy, the devil, will continue tempting you. And he will not stop. If he tempted Jesus, he will tempt you. And I know that for a fact. He tempts all of us. You see, blind Bonamaeus was blind physically and spiritually. He was blind in the natural that he could not see. And then he was blind spiritually because scripture said he followed Jesus along the way. Then that's when he became to see spiritually and to see physically so he had it he had a double portion of that and in my closing I thank God thank you all for listening to the word today amen amen you can say amen right where you are in my closing let me pray for everyone that's under the sound of my voice let us pray eternal God we thank you for your word today Holy Spirit, we ask you to heal our spiritual blindness in Jesus' name. We pray for your children today that as the world is going through the crisis of coronavirus and other things, we ask you to cover and to protect us from all harm and all danger and all disease and all illness. We pray for these, your people, that are listening to your word today under the sound of my weak voice, that you will bless each family. Forgive, forgive us of our sins and remember our iniquities no more. We pray for our pastors all over the land. We pray for our leaders of the government, leaders of our state, and leaders of our cities. We pray, we pray for communities, ask that you would protect them and bless their families. I pray that we all will begin to see spiritually the things of our Father. It's in Jesus' name that I, that I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, we want to thank you all for tuning in. Hallelujah. I'm so proud of Hallelujah. Lady Baines. I thank love you. you. Wonderful job. Thank uh, you, Lord Jesus. Listen, in implementing the word of God, and we just want you all to know that we are praying. We're not just yes. saying that, but we're praying for you all all through the day. Yes. Whenever God's spirit move upon us, and we're, we're keeping you in our prayers, yes. send us your prayer requests. Just want to encourage you to let you know that this too is going to pass. And I'm so glad the message she brought talks about spiritual blindness, that God will open up our eyes and heal our spiritual yes. blindness yes. so that we can see what he's doing in the spiritual realm. So again, we pray that you was blessed today. And remember, here at Heart of Faith Worship Center, we love you and we encourage you to continue walking in faith and not by sight. And we want you to know that you have an opportunity to give your tithes and all your offering to the Lord today. I'll put it up there on it. You can do it by cash app, give a fly square, or if you're watching on Christian World Media, you can just hit the donate button, or you can even do it by Zelly. That way we could continue the ministry of God that he has given us to do, and we can't do it without you guys. We thank you. We love you. and We can't wait for the fellowship to come back Hallelujah, together. Yes. So remember, pray for our president, senators, governors, mayors, lay people in government. Just pray everywhere. Let your prayers be directed because yes. God 
word says that if we believe that God hears when we pray, then we know that he would answer us. Yes. Listen, have a wonderful day. Live life to the fullness. Yes. And we love you. We God love bless you. you. We'll bless see you. you.